right, in today's quick uh, episode uh, rebuttal, I'm going to listen to a two-minute uh, conversation with John MacArthur regarding the Book of Enoch. I'll play that for you, and then we can uh, analyze it and discuss it. Welcome to another edition of Bible Q&A with John MacArthur. This is Danny Nugent with today's question. It comes from the tiny book of Jude, where the author quotes from an ancient book called First Enoch. Now, John, obviously First Enoch isn't part of the Older New Testament, so why does Jude refer to it? Should that book maybe have been included in the Bible? The book of Enoch is a book that had been in Jewish libraries for a very long time. The people knew about it. There were things in it that people were familiar with. And in this case, the Holy Spirit, who inspired Jude, but did not inspire the book of Enoch, simply borrowed a statement in that book that was, in fact, true. This is something that's not unknown in Scripture. The Apostle Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit, writing the book of Titus, refers to statements made by Cretan poets because they fit a purpose in the writing of his letter to Titus. So the fact that the book of Enoch existed is history, and the fact that there was a statement in it that was accurate regarding Enoch and his ministry of prophesying about judgment simply gave the Holy Spirit an opportunity from a familiar source to borrow something to make the point in the book of Jude. This is one of the realities of Scripture. It is so honest. It is so truthful. There's a certain naturalness in that. Borrowing from familiar literature to emphasize a point and borrowing something that was actually true. The scripture is always true, and when it quotes sources outside of itself, they will be true representations. This is Bible Q&A with John. All right, so essentially what he's saying is just because the Bible quotes it doesn't mean it authenticates it. And I, I actually agree with that statement. Uh, the problem is, is uh, John MacArthur believes that this is the only reference that the Bible makes to the book of Enoch. Unfortunately, there are just a few too many references uh, to the book of Enoch in the Bible to simply dismiss it as like uh, compared to Paul's reference to the Cretan poets. Um, Peter references it in Second Peter continuously. Uh, constantly, he, you know, it's a big foundation of the book is that you know the angels sinned and were thrown into Tartarus. That is straight out of Enoch. He's he's not getting that from. The Old Testament. He's not getting that from anything else. He's getting that from Enoch. Uh, Jesus in Matthew, I believe it's Matthew 22. Let's quickly read the, read through that. So Matthew 22, um, 29. This is uh, Jesus' response to the Pharisees trying to challenge him about the resurrection. And Jesus replied, your mistake is that you don't know the scriptures and you don't know the power of God. For when the dead rise, they neither marry nor will be given in marriage. In this respect, they will be like the angels in heaven. So Jesus' Jesus's response to the Pharisees is like, don't you know your scriptures? And then he says that people will be like the angels and not marry. Well, where do we find that in the Old Testament scriptures? Um, as far as I have read, and my understanding is that there is none. There is no reference to that. However... If you take the Qumran scrolls and go through that, um, this is likely an allusion to Enoch. So, 
I mean, it could be referring to scripture that just got lost to time, but, uh, I mean, the fact that we have Enoch in what was, you know, the Qumran scrolls, um, constantly referred to in the New Testament, uh, it seems like he might be referring to Enoch. Now, you could argue that, um, uh, he's simply saying angels don't marry. Well, that's an Enoch, um, and that we'll be like the angels. Again, that's an Enoch. Um, I'd have to go through the Old Testament again to verify that we're not told that we're like, going to be like the angels, but, uh, uh, at the very least, it's, uh, it seems implied. So, um, again, uh, Jesus alludes to the geography of Sheol in his parable of Lazarus and the rich man, uh, says that there's a chasm between the two. That is, um, at least he's quoting something that the Jews would have been familiar with at the time, uh, which is out of the book of Enoch. That's where that, uh, geography, type of geography of Sheol is described. Uh, so, at the very least, we have to consider, um, we can't just dismiss Enoch as being Jude referring to it off the cuff. Uh, and another thing with that thing is Jude calls Enoch a prophet. He doesn't just say, hey, I'm quoting this thing. He says, the prophet Enoch. Uh, so he's, he's given it his uh, certificate of prophet. Um, and as I discussed in the previous episode, Enoch does seem to be prophetic so uh that's that's my rebuttal to that um if john MacArthur wants to rebuttal that um i i would ask that he reads the book of first enoch um at least the stuff verified by the book of the watchers and the book of visions prior to uh uh prior to uh, making an assessment on it without having read that so uh that's everything for today thanks for listening